The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Disney bride Nicole Del Calzo about her Christmas time wedding at the Wedding Pavilion and the American Adventure Rotunda in Epcot. And I thought you guys would love to see the images and hear the story behind the images from her gorgeous Disney wedding. So welcome, Nicole. Hi, how are you? I'm great. Thanks so much for joining me today. Of course. I'm very excited. (laughs) I'd love to start at the beginning and find out how you guys decided to have a Wishes Collection event at Walt Disney World. Well, it was a pretty easy decision. I've been traveling to Disney with my family since I was born, pretty much. My first trip was when I was six months old. And so Michael knows that Disney is pretty important to me. When we met, we traveled there for the first time after two months of dating And when we got engaged, we went on a trip a couple weeks later to Disney and decided to take a tour. And that was just it. It was a done deal. Once we saw everything and realized what it could be, we just wanted a wedding that was a totally different experience for our guests. That's fantastic. How did you decide on your ceremony and reception venues? We knew we wanted to get married in the Little White Chapel on our first trip there. We were on a monorail ride to the Magic Kingdom, and Michael looked down at the wedding pavilion, and I explained to him, you know, what that was and how special it was and everything like that. And he was like, would you like to get married there one day? And I was like, "Uh, yeah. Um, So when we did get engaged a few years later, it was just, we, we just knew right away it would be in that chapel. That's fantastic. And how did you choose American Adventure Rotunda for your reception? Because it does require you to have a little bit of a later event that sometimes can scare brides off, but it's such a gorgeous venue. Yeah, I was so blown away by that venue. And I saw so few pictures on like Pinterest of brides choosing that venue. It really reminded me of the venues that we have up here in Jersey, which are like a round ballroom with tall ceilings, domed ceilings. I thought it was the most impressive looking venue and seeing it at Christmas time in November when we went on our tour, I saw how decorated it would be. And it was just stunning. There were wreaths and garland around the entire rotunda, Christmas trees and wreaths everywhere, twinkling lights. I mean, we saved so much on decor and flowers just by choosing that rotunda for the actual reception. And it was in Epcot, which we wanted because we wanted our guests to view illuminations. 
That's right. And for listeners who are not familiar, when you do your reception at the American Adventure Rotunda, it's very easy to tie in your cocktail hour with illuminations and have it usually in Italy so that your guests go straight from illuminations in the cocktail hour to American Adventure Rotunda. Yes. And we there were two things we wanted. We didn't know how it would work. We very much wanted to have our cocktail hour on Italy Isola, which is the balcony in Italy in Epcot. And we also wanted to have our dessert party out there for illuminations viewing. So when our guests first came to our wedding, it was about six o'clock at night. And our cocktail hour was from six to seven on Italy's balcony. And then they were escorted into American Adventure Rotunda at 7 p.m. for, you know, a formal dinner and for our first dance. And that dinner lasted till nine when they were escorted back out onto Italy Isola which is just a few steps away. It's really close by. It's next to each other. And then they they got to have a dessert party and view illuminations. Doing that, having that timeline allowed us to both have the cocktail hour out there so our guests could kind of see Epcot and the World Showcase with some daylight out. And then they got to see it at night. And so it was really cool doing it that way. That's fantastic. And then did they go back to American Adventure Rotunda later for dancing or was that the end? It did. They did. After the dessert party, the dessert party lasted from 9 p.m. to 10. So 9 through 9.30, they kind of had a buffet of all these different desserts. And then 9.30 to 10 was illuminations. 10 o'clock, they walked right back to American Adventure. And that's when we decided to do the parents' dances. Me and my father danced together. Michael and his mom danced together. And then we had a big surprise. And Mickey and Minnie showed up and danced with us. So it went till midnight. That's fantastic. And did you have to get special dispensation from the park to get into American Adventure earlier? Because usually they do it late enough that you're doing your cocktail hour at, you know, nine o'clock when illumination starts and then you go to your reception. I don't know what the um, rules were for this particular time of year, but we were told we could start our reception no sooner than 7 p.m. We could only get into American Adventure by 8 p.m., not any earlier. So I guess the park was closing early enough on this particular day where we were able to have our reception start at 7 p.m. So our guests were in American Adventure at 7 p.m. Okay, got it. We were a little worried, though, that we wouldn't get American Adventure because you need a minimum of 80 guests to attend. And we weren't sure at first how many guests would come to this wedding, but we got over 100 So we met the cutoff and we were so relieved when the RSVP started rolling in that we would be getting more than 80 guests. That's fantastic. How many guests did you invite? We have really large families. We invited about 200 and we got about 104 guests. Okay, great. How did they react when they found out where your wedding was going to be? My family and friends were absolutely thrilled. Michael's family was really thrilled. Everyone looked at it as a way to go on a vacation. Our guests got to take advantage of special discounts on rooms. And so everyone was really excited. Our family and friends turned it into a great big vacation and stayed pretty much like the whole week. So no one was surprised that this is what we were going to do because I love Disney so much. And we both traveled there together quite a bit while we were dating. So everyone was really excited about it. And I I thought we might just get like 60 of our closest family and friends. But the more and more we started sending out save the dates and invitations, people just started signing up to come. 
and it just became a big thing and we were so happy. That's fantastic. Can you tell me a bit about your theme? Did you have a Christmas theme or was it like a subtle Christmas theme? How did you incorporate that? Well, we love Christmas and we knew that the parks would be decorated with everything, you know, Christmassy all over the place. We were there in November when we got engaged and we saw the Christmas trees and the garland everywhere. I feel like Christmas time is the most magical, romantic time to go to Disney with like the dream lights on the castle and stuff like that. So we definitely wanted there to be some Christmas elements, some Christmas songs played during the reception. But overall, the theme was kind of a Cinderella, happily ever after theme. Our invitations kind of asked people to RSVP to a ball. And if they RSVP'd no, it said our coach turned into a pumpkin, you know, something like that. And I rode in on Cinderella's coach and I kind of had glass slippers that were made that kind of had crystals all over them to look like glass slippers. So there was definitely like a Cinderella theme going on. That's fantastic. And like you were mentioning earlier, I love how you were able to incorporate the existing decor at American Adventure. Did you do anything at the wedding pavilion to kind of tie into that? Or did you not really need any extra decor there? The only thing I really wanted at the wedding pavilion, because I had seen the wedding pavilion when I was younger, and I loved the way that it looked. The only thing I really wanted was a custom aisle runner that Disney had made. And, you know, that said, you know, our names on it and that and they lived happily ever after on it, which is another Cinderella theme. We kind of had some flowers all the way down the aisle. I really wanted like, you know, flower petals all the way down the aisle. We had candles. We had a lot of candelabras, which was kind of reminiscent of Beauty and the Beast. Our centerpieces at the reception were all gold candelabras, like Lumiere. So that was kind of reminiscent of that. That sounds wonderful. Now, you talked a little bit about how the timeline worked with the reception. How did the timeline work for the first half of the day? We decided to have a first look, which I wasn't sure about at first. I know a lot of brides are really nervous about whether or not they should have a first look or just see the groom for the first time um, at the chapel. And we're really traditional, but we ultimately, you know, we decided to go with the first look. And I'm so happy that we did. The groom and the groomsmen got ready at the Polynesian, which is just a monorail ride away from the Grand Floridian, which is where me and the ladies got ready. We woke up really early. The girls woke up at like, you know, 6 a.m. to get their hair and makeup done. The guys just hung around till noon getting ready. And then me and Michael had our first look on the second story balcony of the Grand Floridian at 3 p.m. after, you know, all of us got ready. And we had our first look for an hour. It was super special. We exchanged Christmas presents underneath the big Christmas tree in the Grand Floridian and took all of the formal pictures with family and friends. And then by 5 p.m., we got in a coach and rode right over to the wedding chapel. We got married um, in a very short ceremony. It was about 25 minutes long, which we both really wanted. You know, we didn't want our guests to be waiting around forever. So we had a short ceremony. And also the sun sets a lot sooner in December, which I didn't realize till very close to the wedding, the sun sets really early on. And I wanted us to run out of the chapel and have, you know, rose petals thrown at us before the sun went completely down. So we got married at 5pm. And we were out of there before 530, which is when the sun starts to set. Once we said I do and ran out of the chapel and got in the coach and rode away together, our guests were all ushered into big Disney buses, and they were taken over to Epcot. 
And by six o'clock, they were in Italy, Isola, having a delicious cocktail hour. And Michael and I were still in the chapel taking some pictures. And then we got to go see the ballroom first and dance a little bit first before anybody else got to view it. And then that's when everything else began for the rest of the night. Okay, got it. Now, you mentioned you had Mickey and Minnie at your reception. Did you have any other entertainment? It sounds like you had a DJ. Yes, we had a DJ. It was wonderful that Disney provided Charles Miles. He was so great. Kept the party going the whole night. We had Mickey and Minnie. We also had a photo booth that Disney put us in touch with. It was a really fun photo booth that was set up. It wasn't like one of those traditional ones where it's really small and only two people could fit inside. It was like a big green screen. Michael and I thought it would be fun to provide props for people to kind of play with. So we had like lightsabers and tiaras and Mickey ears, like a huge assortment of Mickey ears and all kinds of Disney related props for people to put on and and use for the photo booth session. That's fantastic. Now, do you have any menu item or cake flavor recommendations from your reception? I definitely have this. I always tell brides who email me like any recommendations. We had this phenomenal appetizer during our cocktail hour and it was basically this cheeseburger spring roll that you can only get in the animal kingdom during harambe nights which take place in the summer and it's a special ticketed event and we learned about it through our wedding planner christy brown who is just amazing incredible and she kind of made us try it on our taste testing and it was just the most amazing thing i've ever had in my life everybody loved it and was raving about it so i would definitely recommend the cheeseburger spring rolls for your cocktail hour for the cake i only had like one bite of my cake because i was so full and so energized but i definitely love just like a classic vanilla buttercream frosting i'm pretty boring when it comes to cakes but yeah those spring rolls those cheeseburger spring rolls i tell every bride to order those now, you guys had a huge four-tiered cake. Did you have different flavor combinations in each tier? We did. My husband loves vanilla, and I really like like a, you know, a rich, rich chocolate. And they had all different kinds of chocolate options. They had you know, peanut butter, which was really great, and they had just like rich, dark chocolate ganache. I went with like a rich, dark chocolate ganache, and then just like the plain devil's food cake dark chocolate and then Michael got the vanilla with the classic buttercream frosting. We had a lot of other dessert options that had more variety during the dessert party. So we just kind of wanted to keep the cake classic, you know, just plain vanilla and chocolate. Got it. That cake, I mean, adding just flowers in between each tier really made it look so big. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. I didn't even, you know, I was like, I really want a massive cake like the one they have in Frank's, you know, studio. That's like, you know, a million bajillion dollars. And I was like, how can I add some volume? And they were like, flowers. And it wasn't that much. It was definitely a lot cheaper than actually buying four additional tiers. And it added so much height to our cake. It towered over us. Oh, that's awesome. That's a great tip. So then when you were planning, what were the most important aspects where you focused your attention and your budget? Photography is super important to me. It's just like the one thing you get to have with you is like a gift to yourself after the day is over. I'm so happy we went with the roots. I can't say enough nice things about them. They're amazing photographers. The pictures that they captured are unreal, so magical. I'm so glad we focused a lot of our budget on the photographer. Also, the two touches that were really special to us, having Mickey and Minnie show up, that just made the party. Everyone went, went wild. 
I have cousins who aren't huge Disney people, never went to Disney growing up, but they came to my wedding. They were taking selfies with Mickey and Minnie. They were getting down with Mickey and Minnie. It just like brought people alive. My 94-year-old grandmother who made the trip to Florida was dancing with Mickey and Minnie. I mean, it was a showstopper. The coach, Cinderella's coach, was also something that we splurged on, and it was really worth it. It was worth it to a lot of, you know, it looks really impressive, but what I didn't know was that I would have a special private ride with my parents all the way from the Grand Floridian to the wedding pavilion, which was a really nice, private, quiet time. That was It was about 15 minutes, and me and my husband also had the same type of ride that was about 15 minutes long after we got married. And it was quiet. There were no photographers following us, no videographers following us, no friends following us. It was just a alone time that was really special. And I don't think I would have known that if I didn't have that experience. That was the best part of having Cinderella's coach. That's a great tip. Were there any less important aspects where you didn't spend as much time or money? We decided to, you know, since we decided to splurge on Mickey and Minnie and the coach, I knew I had to cut back in some areas and I decided to really think about what kind of flowers I should have for the reception. Flowers can be so expensive. It could be like, you know, hundreds per table. And we had, we didn't know we'd have this many, but we had like 10 tables to decorate. Looking around American Adventure, this was another reason we chose Christmas time. It saved us a ton of money on decor. Nobody knew that flowers were lacking on the tables. We decided to rent gold candelabras that had candlesticks in them. And we put rose petals and just small little candles around the gold candelabra. And so we had no floral arrangements on the tables, but the tables did not look lacking at all, I can promise you. And it saved us probably thousands of dollars. And I tell a lot of brides who message me on my Disney Bride to Be account on Instagram, I tell a lot of them to try and skimp on flowers if they can, because there's a lot of really cool things that Disney will rent for you that will save you money, like lanterns, tangled lanterns, all different kinds of things that could really save if someone's on a budget. Those are really great tips. And now that you mention it, I didn't even notice that you didn't have floral centerpieces. I, your tables looked amazing. Did you guys pay for uplighting or did that come with the location as well? I think that with the DJ, there was a package with the DJ. I, I don't I don't think there was uplighting. I do know that in the Dome of American Adventure, we did have snowflakes displayed on the dome. So I guess that would be a slight uplighting charge, but it wasn't it definitely wasn't something that it was like, oh, we're splurging. It wasn't that much more money to have uplighting. And you have this wonderful pink cast to all of your reception photos from that lighting that you know you got as part of the DJ package so that's a great tip. Right yeah that was part of the DJ package and I don't recall it being a ton of money it definitely wasn't an upgrade like the coach and making mini were so it was something where it was just like okay yeah we'll have it be cast you know pink and I wasn't actually sure if I wanted pink I thought maybe I'd want it to be gold but it had a very Christmassy feel to it. So we, we stuck with like the pink, you know, purpley overcast look. That's fantastic. So out of all of this, what ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day? Oh my gosh. So it's so hard because there were so many special moments during the day. But I think the best moment of the day was when I had my first look with Michael. I was so nervous to finally see him and I was so anxious to finally see him and I'm really glad with the location we picked. I've never seen a bride have a first look where we picked it. We decided to do the second story balcony 
at the Grand Floridian, which is a special location for us. And the Christmas tree towers in that lobby. When I was walking to him, he had his back turned and then he turned towards me as I walked. I kind of didn't want to tap him on the shoulder. I wanted to, I wanted him to see me walking from afar, just like he would if, you know, I was, the doors to a church were opening and I was seeing him for the first time in the chapel. So as I was walking to him, there was just a crowd of spectators all over. Our family and friends were down below on the first floor and then a bunch of people gathered up on the second floor and like watched us have our first look. And when we met and when we kissed, everybody started cheering. And it was so magical. Like, you just couldn't plan for something like that. And it was just so cool. Like, the the room was so crowded and people just moved out of the way and stuck what they were doing. And, like, strangers were, like, filming us and taking pictures of us with their phones. It was just so neat. And seeing him and, and realizing that he loved the dress and that, like, we were getting married that day and we were finally together. That was, like, the best moment of the day, for sure. That's fantastic. Now, was there anything that went wrong or just didn't turn out like you expected? No, not re- I mean, I think about this all the time. Like, is there anything I would change with the day of, and I think the only thing I would do differently is um, have confetti cans throw confetti during the dance party. I've seen that, that some brides have had that. And it's like the one little thing I forgot to do. There's nothing else I would change other than add more little things and the confetti cans spraying confetti all over people as they dance is the one thing I wish I did. Other than that, no, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable, but like everything else just went perfectly. Disney did everything perfectly. That's so great to hear. Was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big deal beforehand and then turned out not to be? Yes. I spent a lot of time worrying about the cocktail hour in New Jersey cocktail hours are a very different thing than they are down south. They're just a really big deal. There's so much food that you are not even hungry for the main meal. And I started learning with the Disney wedding, there are packages where you could have, you know, more appetizers than others, but most people have like two, three, four, or five appetizers. You could pay for upgrades. And I thought about doing that because I was so worried about it. And then, you know, my husband luckily decided to convince me to go with a dessert party instead. And I'm so thankful he did that. I was so worried guests from New Jersey would be disappointed in the cocktail hour. And they just weren't. There was really great food. We had five different appetizers, which in New Jersey, that sounds like not a lot because there's so much food um, in New Jersey weddings. But it was enough food and it was delicious food and each you know, each appetizer was real quality and the atmosphere was so amazing. Being in Italy and looking at the world showcase was so cool. I don't think anybody cared that we didn't have like 17 different appetizers. So I worried so much about that for a year and it was so silly to worry about that because everybody just had nothing but great things to say about everything. That's fantastic. One of my top pieces of advice is don't spoil their appetites for dinner. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know what? And after we had our taste testing, I have to say I was eased a little bit because we actually got to have that experience where you go backstage and the chef cooks for you what your entree is going to be. And it was great. It was, it was amazing. And I was like, I want my guests to eat this. I don't want them to be too full to eat this dinner because it's delicious and it's so different. That's great. Do you have any other tips or advice for future wishes, brides and grooms? I would just say to really enjoy the time that you are engaged planning the wedding and just trust that it's going to be okay. You know, traveling is is scary. Traveling away for a wedding, a destination wedding is 
such a risk sometimes, but it really just pays off. Just enjoy that moment and try and take some minutes alone with your husband or your your wife um, to just kind of take in everything because it goes really fast. And when you're in it, it's just, it's going to be like the best day of your life and just like really take a minute to look around at everything and just enjoy it. That's great advice. Is there any place online where my listeners can go to read about or see photos of your day? All of my photos are on my Instagram account, which is Disney Bride to Be on Instagram. And that's Disney Bride number two, B. Also, Root Photography, Nathan and Jency Root are amazing photographers. All of my pictures for my wedding are on their blog. And my husband and I just went back to Disney for our one-year wedding anniversary. And they did a beautiful anniversary session with us. So those pictures are also there if anybody's interested in looking. That's fantastic. And I will also put together a slideshow of images in the post for this episode on DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. That's awesome. Well, Nicole, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me this evening. I think you've offered a lot of great advice for anyone who's considering a wishes event at Walt Disney World, and I appreciate your taking the time. Oh, anytime. It's my pleasure. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com/weddings.asp or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.